Welcome to TC Tiawi Talks, Tia Chucha Centro Cultural, located on Tataviam land in the Northeast San Fernando Valley, is rooted in ancestral knowledge, culture, the arts, literacy, and social justice as a means to personal and communal transformation. It is a place where hearts and minds have united for change for over 19 years. Join us as we share the stories of personal transformation and our understanding of the world that unites us as a community. We must remember that another world has always been possible. Tiawi, a Nahuatl word for adelante, to move forward. Like a spiral, together we move towards a better future, cognizant of the resiliency we carry from our past. Hi everyone, welcome to Tia Chucha's Tiawi Talks. My name is Andrea and I am really excited to be here today <laughs> with my one of my closest friends and longest long longest time friends. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Navarro. Hi. Nice to see you. Nice to see you as always. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> okay, this doesn't okay. need to be as like like formal. As yeah, you know. no. Okay. Anyway, no, but thank you for being here and for taking your time out of your day to, to come and talk about yourself. And then also like something I feel is really important to talk about, something that's not talked about enough, I think, in our community and that's trans lives and trans visibility. So thank you. No, thank you for having me. So um, I did also want to mention that I am a, a cis woman. I go by she, her, hers. Actually, what are your pronouns? My pronouns are she, her, and but they, them is always acceptable too. So I felt it was important to point that out. Um, and I also wanted to ask if at some point, you want to call me out for anything I say, please do. I know it's not your job to educate me or anyone else's job. Um, but yeah, I would appreciate it if if you feel like it's necessary. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for yeah. giving me that permission. So, Jamie, I know about you, um, but tell us a little bit about your life growing up. Who are you? <laughs> so, as everyone already heard, my name is Jamie Navarro. And I am a trans Mexican-American woman, uh, first generation. I was born and raised here in the San Fernando Valley, or the 818, for those of you who know. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, as far as I gr me growing up, I guess the main things I could say is I grew up lower class, big big latinx family my mom is one of 10 one of 10 uh siblings and so and most of them thank goodness have all been uh, they reside here in the valley there's a few in mexico and a few have passed already in the in the last few years but i grew up into a big family my immediate family um was small just my mom um my sister and my mom's spouse for some years um, but yeah, I grew up, ca grew up in a Catholic home, uh, going to school was always encouraged, um, not encouraged, but expected mm -hmm. to do well in school so that I could have a good future, a promising future with money and security, um, to follow Catholicism, to believe in God. Um, 
and yeah, but I definitely also think that um, I grew up in a home with love, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I know Jamie's family. I've met her sister and her mom, and I love them. And I remember mm-hmm. <laughs> going to high school with you and going to your cousins' parties. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Very we, loving we, family. Yeah, yeah. A lot of parties. A lot of parties. I miss those. We can't have those right now. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I mean, that to hear that, of course, but. As a few years ago, as of a few years ago, mm-hmm. I found out that you identify as tra- that you are transgender. Mm-hmm. So you told me actually last year on my birthday. On your you birthday. Huh? Oh, my God. Way to steal your thunder. <laughs> yeah, huh? I know. No. Wow. I canceled for that. No, but I mean that I felt that was so <laughs> special. I mean, we were like walking down the street. This was before COVID hit last mm-hmm. uh, in 2020. We were walking down the streets of L.A. holding hands. And you're like, I need to tell you something. Mm. And that was so special to me. Yeah. yeah. It was, It was. I think you and I hadn't seen each other no. in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny because I think we've seen each other more during this pandemic than we did last, the year, last year, like 2019. I know that. Uh, 2019 going into 2020. But I think I don't think we had seen each other in a while. And so, um, yeah, I think... We were having like a little moment, mm. a few drinks in, walking <laughs> down downtown. And yeah. I think it just felt like, oh, I'm going to tell her now, yeah. you know? So can I ask how long? Well, first, let's let's go into how do you define transgender? Um, well, I guess it's funny like that. I guess in the most basic Uh, No, not basic, but most simple form. I think I'd say that transgender is a person who identifies as a gender that isn't what they were assigned to at birth. Mm -hmm. And so I think trans people are people who, you know, say, no, that's not who I am. I'm not who you've been telling me to be. Mm -hmm. Do you remember a specific time learning what it is to be transgender or even hearing the word? How did you come to identify as transgender? I think that I've always known that I was different, that I definitely wasn't a boy or a male. Mm -hmm. And so, or I guess just the the box that I was being put in. Um, But... I think that we grow up seeing, like, I guess what this idea of what what transgender is. And I mean, I'm sure you've seen this documentary and maybe some of you people at home have um, seen this documentary that came out last year, I believe, uh, Disclosure. I don't I don't think I have seen it. Disclosure. So it's a really good documentary, um, basically talks about um I guess trans representation in media, film, and um, oh yes, I did. Yes, see you it. did, did see, see it. We t- I think we yeah, talked about yeah. this. That was, it was a really good. It film was a really. It. It's a really good film. Um, an important film. If you haven't, it's on Netflix. Disclosure. Watch it. Um, but I think that I never really knew like clearly without this. I guess tainted image of what transgender was. And I'm pretty sure I heard the words transvestite, transsexual, 
before I heard the word transgender, um, which I mean was the the term that is you know like it's old like people use that to describe um to identify someone who is transgender and then for a while and now is um a derogatory term like a mm-hmm. a slur like a bad slur and so i think that for many years i this this idea of like what transgender was was tainted and that's not who I saw as me. And it wasn't until I believe the first transgender person that I knew that I ever met that I knew that was transgender. Cause obviously, you know, people say, I don't know a trans person. I'm like that, you know, of, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. but, um, the first openly trans person that I met was a professor of mine that I had in my freshman year of college Um, in my first acting class um, and her name was Alexandra Billings and (laughs) she's amazing like for anyone who's ever met or has known Alex Billings like you know that she's a force she she has a presence that I think is like otherworldly like ethereal Mm -hmm. and um, I was in her class for I want to say a few weeks and I had no idea that she was transgender it wasn't until someone in my class, like before she got in one day, because um, she always like walked in like maybe five minutes late or something. Um, uh, someone told me like, oh, yeah, Alex, Alex is trans. And um, and I was like, trans, like what? And they're like, oh, she used to be a man, which obviously is not how you would say mm-hmm. she used to be a man. Like, that's not how you would say that. She's a woman. She always has been. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and I was like, oh, like, I had no idea. And, um, yeah, she's she's someone who um, changed my life in many ways and allowed me to see myself and guided me to see myself um, over the span of a few years in my life. Um, and I think it just kind of... I feel like that's where it started. Mm -hmm. I think it starts when you see you outside of you and then you start to see you, like you and you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I think so, yeah. Like, yeah, you you don't know who's trans until, like, there's someone like Alexandra Billings who, Mm -hmm. well, in this case, she didn't tell y'all, right? Mm-mm. It was uh, no. I mean, I'm I'm sure at some point in class, she said it out loud, because mm-hmm. I mean, if if you've seen a, if a speech of hers, um, she she always talks. She mentions that she's trans. She's mm-hmm. an openly transgender woman, but I found out that she was transgender before the fact mm-hmm. that she told us. But it wasn't that she wasn't out mm-hmm. about it. She just hadn't brought it up. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you've decided to be out about being transgender. Yes. I mean, I, I, I definitely present femme in my life. Like I, like whatever that means. I mean, it doesn't mean that I like am hyper feminine. I try to be hyper feminine, like 
in my life. I mean, sometimes I will, like, I'm not, like, I'm not in a dress and heels all the time. You know, like, I'm not done up with a full B. Like, sometimes I'll wear jeans and, like, a big old t-shirt or a big old hoodie. And, like, that's, um, but I definitely never made, like, a huge announcement about me being trans because, I don't know, like, just that never felt like me. And not, like, not to say that that's, like, not a beautiful way to do it. Like, people who, like, post it on social media and they're like, I am trans now, like, here, or not, I am trans now, but I am trans. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, these are my pronouns. You know, like, send out a mass email to your friends and your family members. Like, I love that. I love, I love that. Um, but that was never something I wanted to do. And so when I meet people, like you said, like, I don't, I don't go up to people and I'm like, hi, I'm trans. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that people who have, I guess, made the effort to educate themselves and like, I mean, obviously, like, we're starting to see like an influx of trans um, people and trans stories in the media that it's hard not to know, like, who or what a transgender person is. And I feel like, you know, trans people don't look a certain way, but I think that it's, you know, I think it's it's becoming and it should become more common for people to be like, hi, what are your pronouns? Yes. You know what I mean? And so that way, like, you know, if I tell you like, hi, oh, my pronouns are she, her. Great. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You know, like I, it's like, yes, I am transgender. My pronouns are she, her. My pronouns are she, her. Yeah. Nice to meet you. That's it. So I think there's a weird obsession in our society to to know more than uh, you need to know. Yeah. And people want to know like people's personal lives. And I don't know if this is because of the media, you know, with reality TV shows. Obviously, those are a lot of them are staged. Um, mm-hmm. But people are really curious about other people and they feel like they can ask all these questions right. also. Right. Um, but you're right. Like all, if, if we only we met each other and it was always like, we always asked about our pronouns, which I see happening more now. Yeah, totally. And I love, and, mm-hmm. and I think, um, that's a great start. Right. Getting there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So how has identifying as transgender changed your life? Um, I know that's also a loaded question. No, I mean, it's okay. Uh, I think that it's made me so much happier than I thought it would, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think because I've always known that this is who I am. I, I guess I, I, in a way, I knew and I didn't know. Like, I knew, I knew that I was transgender, but I didn't know that that's what it was called. Or that that's what it looked like yes. for me. And like now knowing that I am transgender and living that truth has made me so much happier than I could ever imagine. And that's not to say that every day is perfect and that every day is amazing. Like, no, it, it sucks. Because the, like, there's part of it that sucks, you know? Like, because the, the reality of trans people, trans women, black trans women... And trans women of color is that, you know, like we are a target for so much hate. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, and there's just so much more that goes with it, you know? And I think that yet, like, like we said that there's a lot more trans representation in the media. I think that it's a lot of it is, which there shows like pose and, you know, transparent and we're seeing like, which is amazing. Like we, we love to see it. We love trans representation. Um, but I think that a lot of the times people, consumers, people who watch TV at home, they want to consume the good parts. They want to consume like ballroom. They want to consume like the elegance, the femininity, the, the, the amazing personalities. Oh, they want to consume the amazing personalities of trans women. They want, they want the good stuff and they don't want to talk about the fact that transphobia and homophobia is so embedded in our cultures in our in the religions that you follow they they don't want to acknowledge that like oh yeah like a girl can say like yeah i have a trans friend and they're going home to their hubby their their partner who's transphobic as fuck you know like who's at home like you know like or goes to work and has friends who are transphobic and so it's it's very much part of my reality Mm -hmm. and so it's just taking it day by day but I will say that I don't regret deciding to live my truth because Mm -hmm. like I said I'm I'm happier for it and I'll take the bad with all the good yeah I why should you regret being who you are yeah yeah so you spoke about how there's definitely challenges within religion too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and feel free to, you don't have to answer this question if you don't want to or dig into it. Thank you. But um, I know that you grew up in a Catholic home mm-hmm. and, you know, our parents go to the same church. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I know yes. what that looks like. Yes. <laughs> but um, what kind of challenges have you faced in your household growing up? um i think that i have been very fortunate that even though my mom is very catholic and you know what that means because your mom is very catholic (laughs) um like she said our 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 parents go to the same church like we saw each other at church on sundays for so many years takes out the patience Uh (laughs) (laughs) um but I I mean, obviously, before um, coming out as trans um, to my mom, uh, I came out as gay to her. And before that, like, I mean, I know you're not supposed to assume, but, like, she had to have known that I wasn't, like, you know, I wasn't your typical, like, you know, macho Latinx man that she child that she wanted and she was never too like she wasn't someone who like condemned me and told me that my decisions like would take me to hell and stuff you know which is the reality of a lot of people a lot of lgbtq plus people um but it definitely has presented like a challenge because my mom is very much in her faith And I think it keeps her from, I guess, 
being a little more, I guess, more open than she could be. But I mean, my experience in the church has always been, I've never really felt fully comfortable there. Like for so many years, especially when I started to get older, like when I became a teenager and like, you know, I started like painting my nails or, you know, just wearing certain things. And I just, I just never felt comfortable. And it's so weird because a lot of the things that, you know, they teach in the Catholic church is love thy neighbor, forgiveness and be kind and, you know, you know, and I felt so judged and watched when I was in a church. And I feel like, it, like I said, it was only if it became more palpable to me, more obvious to me the older I got. And yeah, I, I, don't, I honestly don't know like how I'd feel stepping into a church now. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I haven't, I haven't been to church in a while. Um, and I, I feel like I would even like, not that I would, but I think I would feel like a little bit of an incline to like dress down a bit, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess that's just because it just, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And (laughs) that's funny that you say that you feel like you would dress down and I understand that because I mean... I think the last time I went to church, they started putting up um, signs <gasps> of, yeah, they started putting up signs of no. levels of, of dresses no. that women should wear. Yes. <gasps> and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, so like, you know, pass the knee. And this is a Catholic church, y'all. It's not like a, I feel like the Catholic religion might not be the most strict religion out there. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, this is my opinion, obviously, but uh, yeah. That's I, yeah, crazy. I started seeing that. And I'm like, oh. Wait, I, where did they put the signs? Like at the front. Oh my god. Yeah, and That's you know what? Crazy. My sister has been called out to by like a lady, like will be oh in the past for wearing like a for showing her shoulders like spaghetti straps. Oh my straps, goodness. So. You know what? We're not gonna get into this. This mm-hmm. is this is a whole. This could be a whole a other whole, conversation. A whole other podcast. Stay but tuned. It's coming soon. <laughs> religion. Yeah, religion in the the Mexican American Latinx. Mm, Oof. My okay. goodness. Anyway, um, but yes, yes, I understand what you're saying. I'm glad to hear that your mother is is still there for you and. Yeah. And, you know, you're in your household. I feel like you hear so many s- stories and they're so sad. You see uh, GoFundMe accounts because people have been kicked out of their mm-hmm. house. So, yeah, that's I'm glad that you have a support system and you have friends. And I know it still has been challenge- challenging for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really glad to- yeah, I think my mom is always going to love me. And I'm so lucky that I know that. Um, I just think that, you know, she's old school. She's a senora, like, in her late 50s now, my mom. And she loves me and she shows it in her own way. But I do think that she has resistance still to who I am. And... Yeah, and I I think we're just taking that day by day. 
we'll just we'll just see where we are mm-hmm. in the future mm-hmm. but i i'm hopeful yeah i'm hopeful you should be yeah. i feel, i at least i feel like or i don't know if i'm in a bubble but i feel like our world is trying to be open-minded and and uh, i don't know like i said i maybe i'm in my own bubble because (laughs) obviously we see so many things on the news and it's crazy so many hate crimes as well but like you said now we're using terms like transgender we're no longer using transvestite we're like Mm -hmm. and then we're we're using we're meeting each other and telling each other our pronouns that's a big step Mm -hmm. even even if like you're cis like you're using that yeah you know? and i think that's amazing yeah so <clears throat> earlier you referred to your professor alexandra billings yes. um so <laughs> actually i have we haven't gotten into what you do or what yeah. you're pursuing please let us know okay <laughs> so i am an actress i <laughs> i would snap if i knew how to snap i'll snap for her okay um <laughs> She and uh, Andrea has always been a big supporter of my career. Number and one fan here. <laughs> she is. She's she's always been motivating me to take steps, and I love her for that. I love you for that. Um. But so yes, I am an actress. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what else do you do? <laughs> what do you mean? What? Well, okay. Well, I know that uh, Jamie's working on writing scripts. Mm. Um, working with other creatives other friends of yours as well and i know you're just you're a really funny person too you're always making me laugh (laughs) so i feel like you're just a creative person to Mm. me so i want to dive into that because the achuchas is home to so many creative people like we work with a with a bunch of like teaching artists and also i feel like folks that are creative and talented gravitates towards the achucha so Mm -hmm. here you are (laughs) here i am um so i wanted to ask as a creative person um do you feel like being trans has um given you a different lens for the work that you do i'm not sure if that question is clear but i know that you've been in shows such as transparent mm-hmm. and i know that you uh were an extra in euphoria as well and mm. that you <laughs> yeah. know you've you've gravitated towards those shows right on purpose or no well transparent was uh a very fortunate experience i had and it was uh i was still in school and i actually was a well, not was able to, but I was referred by my professor, Alex Billings. Uh, and that's why I said earlier, like, she has played a huge role in, like, me, not only in my acting career, but also just in my in my life and my gender expression. Um, because it's funny. I'll tell the story because I think it's worth telling. So... I was a senior, it was my senior year at Cal State Long Beach where I was pursuing my theater arts degree in performance. And Alex wasn't even my professor anymore at the time. Like I had her freshman year and we did a show together also my freshman year, but I used to see her on campus all the time. I'd go into her office hours and we'd just talk um, or I'd see her in the halls. I'd give her a hug, you know, mm-hmm. Um but I didn't have her as a professor anymore. And, but we had each other on Facebook 
And she messaged me on Facebook one day and she was like, Angel. She calls all her students Angel. Um, she's like, Angel, I need you to call me right now. And I was like, okay. like, And she like sends me her number. I didn't have her number at the time. Um, and I at the time she was already um, she was she wasn't uh, teach she had she wasn't teaching as much because she was starting to like book um, like major not major roles but she was booking stuff in the industry like not just doing theater but she was booking TV shows and at the time she was um, she was a recurring on Transparent and so she calls me. Um, and so she sends me her number. I give I give her a call. And then um, she's like, hi, Angel. How are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know what? I just got home from class. And she's like, oh, that's great. That's great. So I have a few questions for you. And I was like, okay. Like, you know, like, what is this pertaining to? I didn't say that. But I was just like a little. She even sounded like kind of in a hurry. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um. And she was like, so do you consider yourself transgender? And I was like, no. Mm. I said, no. Interesting. No. I was, you know, I was wondering this the other day whether back then you knew. Because like I said, uh, mm-hmm. I found out last year. Yeah. Right? And I was wondering. Yeah. No. Okay. So I, I said, no. Mm-hmm. I don't. And this was between... 2016 and 2017 I think it was at the end of 2016 and so she asked me "Are you tra- do you identify as transgender no she's like okay and then and I was kind of taken aback but I was like you know whatever and then she's like if you could be put in a box regarding being a boy or a girl do you think you could pick one? And I was like, and no one had ever asked me that. No one had ever asked me that. And I was like, no, I don't think so. No. And she's like, this is perfect. And I was like, what's going on? And she's like, so I think there might be a role for you on transparent. And I was like, what? She's like, yes. So they're doing a back. Um, oh, I don't know why I'm getting emotional. She's like, they're doing a flashback story for Davina, which was her character on Transparent. Um, she plays a an openly trans woman on the show. You know, we haven't even told our audience what Transparent is. Do you want to? Oh, okay. So synopsis. Yes. Uh, I'll do the best I can. So Transparent is a show that is no longer. It, they had four seasons and then a musical finale. Um, and it's basically about a trans woman played, played by Jeffrey Tambor, um, who is actually a cis person, but it's fine. Um, so it's about a trans woman who comes out to her three adult children and ex-wife. Jeffrey Jeffrey Tambor's character, um, a trans woman, uh, comes out in a very like in a very late age, not late age, but I think she has to be like mm-hmm. in her fifties or sixties. So she comes out, 
And it's basically what happens after she comes out as Mm -hmm. trans and starts living her life as an openly trans woman and how that changes the dynamic in her family Mm -hmm. and, you know, just everything that happens after that. And it follows the lives of her, of her, of her kids, her grown, her grown children. And yeah. And so that character, the lead, Jeffrey Tambor's character is, has the best friend. And that is Davina. And that is who my professor, Alex Billings played. I hope that made yes. sense to everyone Perfect. listening. <laughs> if it didn't rewind it and then play it back again. <laughs> but so that's transparent. And, um, so they were doing a flashback episode on Davina, my professor's character on the show. And she's like, I think you'd be perfect for this. Um, she's like, so this is what I need you to do. I need you to call Edie Belasco. She's the casting, the casting director for the show. I need you to call her and see if she'll give you an audition. And at the time, like I was still in school, like I didn't even have a car. Um, I lived in Long Beach. The audition was going to be in downtown L.A. I didn't have headshots. I didn't have a resume. And she's like, just call and tell her that I told you to call. And I was like, girl, they're not going to give me an audition. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and so I didn't even have my theater degree yet. And so, like, whatever. I call the sweetest woman, Edie Belasco, and she's like, She's like, oh, hi, like, so nice to hear from you. Yes, we actually played phone tag for, like, a few calls. Like, I I called her, she didn't answer. She called me back, I didn't answer. Um, but finally we got in touch, and she's like, yes, I'd love to have you audition. Um, can you do, like, I think it was, like, the next day or, like, the following day. And they send me the sides. I had a friend drive me to downtown L.A. at, like, 6 in the morning, and then I was, like, at a Denny's. Um, just like running lines and like, um, you know, like getting ready. I had breakfast there. I got ready in a bathroom. Um, and then, yeah. And then, so I went to the audition and it went really well. Uh, she, Edie Velasco was super nice. It was my first like audition in the real world, I guess. Um, and I didn't hear back for like a few weeks like I want to say like two three weeks and then one day they called me coming out of class I don't remember what class was but I remember walking out of my class my phone was ringing and I was and I didn't recognize the number and I answered and it was Edie and she's like we'd love to give you the role of young Davina and yeah and the rest is history and the rest is her story and the the rest you could watch on what is Amazon Prime Amazon Prime (laughs) If you're curious, it is on Amazon Prime, Transparent Season 4, Episode 5. Was was that your first time auditioning for For a something, role? a real audition? Yes. Wow. I had auditioned for stuff in, like, high school and throughout, like, my college. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like, the, the shows that they put on on campus and stuff. I had done those auditions. But that was my first one in the real world. Wow. And you booked it. And I booked <laughs> it. Wow. I booked it. Thank goodness. I don't know. So, so, some, someone was watching over me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, you, you talked about this a bit already. But you mentioned. Well, I actually want to ask this question that I saw from an Alexandra Billings 
video that I really liked. They asked her, uh, why does Hollywood cast cis people in trans roles? And that's exactly what happened in the show Transparent, mm-hmm. where Jeffrey Tambor is playing a trans woman. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know your opinion on that. Why do... Why does Hollywood cast cis people for trans roles? I think that... I mean, honestly, I I don't know why they did it for so long. And I think that it's great that we're finally starting to see trans people play trans people. Um, and I'm not sure why they did it for so long. I think that um, it kind of touches on that. Uh, they touch on it in that documentary disclosure that I had mentioned earlier. And like Hollywood and, you know, filmmakers have done this for years and I, I, it perpetuates this idea that being trans is like a costume mm-hmm. that comes on and comes off mm-hmm. for a performance for something. And I'm not, I, I couldn't tell you, like, I, <laughs> I couldn't tell you why, why they cast mm-hmm. people in these roles. I, I don't know. I guess a better question would be, what's the problem with doing that? Well, it, like I said, you know, it 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 perpetuates this idea that, you know, that it, tr- being trans is a costume, that it mm-hmm. that a trans woman is a man in a dress. No, that's not what a trans woman is. Mm-hmm. And it's it's I think it's detrimental to, you know, how people view trans women and trans people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, even years back, I don't, I don't think so much anymore, but. Um, you know, there was just like this negative, like stereotype, like archetype thing that was being done with trans, the trans people with the man in the dress, you know, it was like a joke and it's, it's, I feel like it's, it's very hurtful to the image of trans people and who we are. It's not an accurate representation of who we are. And so I think the the fact that, you know, that now we're starting to see trans people like Alex Billings, Trace Lissette, the cast of Pose, like there has never been that many trans people in a show in like a big show um, like India Moore, esta, what are their names? Angelica, Angelica, I can't, for, I can't remember her last name for the life of me, you know, um, all these actresses um and i think that it's it's good that we're starting to see these these people and these stories told by the people who are living them it's good that we're seeing ourselves in these stories you know i i think it it's hopeful it makes us hopeful there's hope yeah yeah i agree i I mean it goes along with the same thing with Hollywood representation with uh, Latinx actors or just people of color, black actors, mm-hmm. just coming into mainstream media mm-hmm. as well. Because we've always been there, but just haven't been out there in such a big or mainstream way. And it's finally happening with shows like Pose or, mm-hmm. you know, um, Euphoria even. Also. Yeah. Um, so... Here's another big question. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. But 
why do you think that trans lives is a social justice issue that everyone should be knowledgeable about there's still so much hate crimes and Mm -hmm. discrimination and stereotypes microaggressions Mm -hmm. so much um misunderstandings and and hate and you know everything we just talked about with the church and everything else yeah um so why is this something that we should everyone should do the research on and educate themselves on i think it's important because we for many reasons but like we touched on there has been so many black trans women and trans women but specifically black trans women who have been murdered and and now we're starting to see so many anti-trans bills and legislation coming like coming out and it's like in other states but still like it's and it just because it maybe it doesn't affect you directly and that's with anything just because it doesn't affect you directly doesn't mean that it's wrong you know and like i like we said earlier just because you think you've never met a trans person like doesn't mean you like you don't know that you know and I think as humans and people living on this this floating rock, I think that trans lives, black lives, it's it's everyone's it's everyone's problem. It's your problem, it's my problem. We need to all be informed and we need to like stay educated, you know, you need you need to know what's going on. And you need to stand up for what's right. Mm-hmm. Trans lives are real lives. And yes. I think sometimes folks forget to, no, not even forget, they just don't realize that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a horrible thing. Yeah, it's easy yeah. to just brush it off like, oh, that sucks. Or like, even if, even if you do know someone trans, you're like, oh, that sucks. You know, like... Yeah. Let me go on about my day. Like, let me keep scrolling through Instagram. Like, no, like you need, like, you need to look up, educate yourself, look up ways to be a better ally and, you know, keep the conversation going, find organizations to donate to. If you see a GoFundMe for a black trans woman, a trans woman, uh, a non-binary person a non-binary person someone lgbtq plus who shares a gofundme because they need rent money because they need you know funds for for anything share them donate you know like it needs to be an act you need to be actively anti-transphobic yes you need to be actively anti-transphobic it is not enough that you're like oh well i have a trans friend like mm-hmm. oh well i love to pose like that doesn't mean shit mm-hmm. that doesn't mean shit if you're you know laid up be- in bed next to a transphobic man like mm-hmm. if you're 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 allowing your parents to say some racist stuff some homophobic stuff some transphobic stuff like you need to educate you need like you need to be actively anti-transphobic i say it again like it's it's there's so much that goes into it but start by educating yourself yes no lives matter until black and trans lives matter period and 
I mean, even say, okay, so we're in March right now, and it's International Women's History Month. You know, in my circle of social media, folks saying when I say woman, I'm talking, I'm also saying trans woman. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important too, right? Because, um, I don't know, this this month has been interesting in the media to me because I'm seeing who posts what kind of things, you know? Or Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, not everyone, I, I can't blame everyone for, like, not you know knowing everything right <laughs> and for example i'm like how, i'm like looking at how people spell woman and i'm like why are you spelling it that way <laughs> <laughs> that's silly right like yeah. some people don't know that like oh the y stands for something or i in my case i spell it with an x because it's supposed to identify the intersections of being a woman and to me that includes trans women mm-hmm. includes women of color and your socioeconomic status right. and your your history everything right? right um but but yeah that it's so important to to talk about these things when it's women's history month to talk about these conversations mm-hmm. and i i don't think i've seen it enough i've seen it but that's why i thought it was it's so important to talk to talk yeah. to you and mm. i think i mentioned to you too like I want to see more organizations, regardless of whether they work with the LGBTQ community or not, whether that's their focus or not. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it an issue that we talk about more? So yeah. I think it's a practice that we all have to incorporate in our daily lives and then also in a bigger systematic level, in our jobs, in our careers, in, you know, talking to our parents. And, and I want to see that. And yeah. I think it's really important for, you know, us as allies as well to to do the most because mm-hmm. we are in a place of privilege yes um and i i also want to add like i know that i i was very passionate about what i just said but and i also want people to know that it's not an attack on cis people and people who are learning like we all no. we're all doing the best that we can and like i know you say like things that you see people posting on social media how dare they how dare they <laughs> they not know how Just no kidding. that sounded elitist <laughs> <laughs> no. no but um i think that i agree that everyone's doing the best that they can and like um i it's again like it's not an attack on cis people i I think that yes, we're all doing the best we can. I and we can all do with a little more compassion and kindness. Yeah, and um, you're calling people in right now. Yeah, so that's yes. what it is. And yeah, and that's what we should practice more as well. Calling people in, if you, if you have the capacity to do so, because that could be draining as well. Mm-hmm. But my last question. <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> no, I guess. Um, and this could be a whole conversation as well, but just to to end, I wanted to end on what advice would you give any trans folks who may have, who may be dealing with the same challenges of growing up in a strict Catholic home or just uh, being a creative in Hollywood or, you know, just being trans. Like, what advice do you have? I would say... Oh, I think I would say there's a lot of things I would say, so I'm just going to start. I'd say be kind to yourself. Listen to yourself. Um, 
you know, I think that take all the time you need. And if you're dealing with family members or friends that, you know, are not accepting, if you're dealing with a Catholic mother or, you know, um, transphobia, homophobia in the workplace, or I say keep going, keep moving forward, keep loving yourself, and... You know, I think, I guess it sounds corny, but I think that it does get better. And yes, there's so much, there's so much hate in the world. And there's still so much work to be done. But I think we're on our way to a better, to a better, more loving, more accepting, more compassionate world. And you're not alone. And... If, if the worst case scenario, there's a family member or a partner that, you know, you lose someone because you're trans, then you'll make a better family, you'll meet new friends, and it's, it's all going to be okay, but listen to yourself, and be kind to yourself. I love that, because... I feel like everyone could use that advice too. Mm-hmm. To listen to themselves. Mm-hmm. Listen to your gut. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. No, thank no. you. No, <laughs> stop. Uh, well, no, for real. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> me. And I mean, <laughs> you know, I was nervous to have this conversation with you. I talk to you about this when I called you about this Mm -hmm. and and I think that's that's just something that I well I felt like it's something I had to do um and then and I just want to say that I hope that I encourage other folks to challenge themselves in that way um that you're gonna be wrong and you don't know everything Mm -hmm. and like you gotta put your ego down and like mm-hmm. just you know do your best to educate yourselves because this this matters these conversations matter yeah. so and i mean you and i talk about everything but <laughs> you know do. not in this formal way so. yeah yeah we definitely don't talk so, this formal but yeah, it was so yeah thank you for taking your time and mm-hmm. energy um for sharing with us and of course and our audiences and well thanks everyone for listening i hope you enjoyed our conversation here yes. and watch out for jamie and the next hollywood oh feature. my goodness <laughs> <laughs> she's working right now just gotta let oh, you know <laughs> oh my goodness thank you thank you thank you for having me and thank you everyone if you listen and got this far it means a lot It was an honor. It's an honor. Thank you again for joining us. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow Tia Chuchas on social media. Please support our online bookstore. You can find the links in our podcast bio. Stay safe. Stay creative. Tia Wing.